0: Welcome to The Table, where everyone gets to take a seat. I am your host, Isaac Sanders, and I'm here with... Did you miss me? Nobody <laughs> knows who you are.
1: That's fine. That's okay. I'm Ariel, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ariel is the version of myself that I don't like.
1: That's fine. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to like me, is the thing. But I'm just such a great person. Pure intentions. I pure say intentions. <laughs> I come with pure intentions.
0: All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Okay. No, actually me and Ariel ha- have become very close friends very, very fast.
1: It's been like
0: three weeks. Literally three <laughs> weeks. And we both love the Reed. And yeah. the reason why we became friends was we were at Colors. And Ariel was sitting from acro- across from me. And she had on a Reed shirt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was the breakup. No, I with- had the cup. You had oh, the cu- no. I had the cup and
1: the sweater. You had
0: the sweater on. And I said, oh. <gasps> Like, literally, like, from across the room, like, gasped loudly and was like, the reed. <laughs> and I looked at Cornelius and I was like, Cornelius, the reed. <laughs> and, like, and that was it. That was it. But
1: then later on, he tried me and then we were, like, having these arguments. And then we realized that we were, like, really fast friends, which is yeah. why we talked about how he tried me <laughs> all the time.
0: I don't try you all the time.
1: You pretty much do. And it's not even like I send for you. You just automatically just come for me. <laughs>
0: You know, like, I'm trying to figure out a way to make this, like, sound like I'm not a bad person. I just don't come for you all the time, but I do just come for you all the time, so I'm not even gonna... Right. It's just fine.
1: I'm glad that we've, you know, established that.
0: You know, there's gonna be a lot of, like, silences, because (laughs) I I just really don't like giving Ariel my energy, (laughs) and so I just look at her crazy, and y'all can't see that, and that's fine.
1: That's completely fine. Um, You're welcome. Okay.
0: So... Anyway, here at the table, we have an eating schedule. So we start with appetizers where we like do something where we like warm up and talk to each other and be like buddies. Like we don't know each other out like outside of this. Like we're supposed to act like we don't know each other.
1: Oh, interesting. (laughs) Can we have like a bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon like with the appetizer? Does that work?
0: Y'all really be testing me in this appetizer. (laughs) Like, y'all just be adding real actual food (laughs) products. One day when I get a real (laughs) studio and, like, I'm not coming to the Lawrence Public Library because thank you guys so much for being available, but, Mm -hmm. like, also one day. Mm -hmm. Like, hopefully I will not have to, like, Mm -hmm. be in this space and not have my own equipment. And then I'll bring bottles of wine.
1: Okay, then I'll bring the popcorn because, you know, Scandal, popcorn and wine. There you go. You're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. I know.
0: Anyway, (laughs) then there is Dinner is Served where we're going to talk about, what are we talking about today? Ooh. oh intimacy versus sexuality because you have a paper that you're going to tell me about and then we're going to talk about it see si. mm-hmm, that's what we're doing mm-hmm. and then um we have just desserts mm-hmm. which is a wrap-up topic and we're going to talk about the read because much. that's all we're going to do because what else is i'm there? super excited about it but first i have a monthly question oh no <laughs> the question is who is your favorite radical woman in history and why oh,
1: who's my favorite yes Oh, that's not fair. There's so many great ones. I mean, um, you can name
0: all of them because I asked Rachel the same question and it was like.
1: <laughs> and it was just There's like, not just one. This? Yeah. Okay. There's never not just My one. My radical women of history. My God. You know what? I'm going to do this because I'm going to do this. So, Sister Soldier. writer slash activist slash my spirit animal slash spirit god it's fine um i appreciate her for the simple reason that in her books you know it's like she tackles different different issues within um hood like communities or um with different religions, so like okay. midnight, he's um, Muslim, <clears throat> and his mother, uh, his single mother, plus his sister are the two people he's taking care of, and he has okay. like a bunch of issues within his hood that he has to like go through, as well as trying to take care of his people while falling in love with this Japanese girl who doesn't speak English, but that's fine. um Basically, Sister Soldier to me is like this, like. Amazing writer slash like amazing person who could just like talk about activism and issues within different communities and just like I appreciate it. <laughs> I
0: I'm like super like are you interested? that was I just now need to read all of these things midnight okay. and then midnight
1: the meaning of love,
0: oh, and then
1: the coldest winter ever is literally my like,
0: yeah, you talked about it before, okay, can we just go into depth on that <laughs> for like a second because you were at a thing and you were talking about this, and like. It was. I'd never have read that book before. You've never read the Cold no. Re- Okay, so
1: unfortunately I am like this person who reads all day. And with that, I've been reading since I was like in really, really young. Yeah. So um, that book I actually read in middle school. Mm-hmm. Do not let your kid read that in middle school. It's not it's not a middle school book. But I read it anyway because mm-hmm. I was you know, I was mature or whatever, according to me. Um, <laughs> according to JJ. <laughs> according to me and according to my grandpa because it was his book. So oh, um I loved the coldest winter ever when I was in middle school and I still love it now. And it's like about winter who is okay. this bougie <laughs> good princess that I appreciate. <laughs> she's like, no, seriously. She's, um, she's the daughter of, um, a Kingspin. Okay. Okay. And so, and her father like goes to jail basically. Cause he finally gets oh, caught okay. after all these years. He finally gets caught. His name is Santiago. And, um, Midnight actually the one who's in the Midnight books. Uh-huh. Midnight is her like bodyguard slice kind of guy cuz he works for Santiago.
0: Okay. Um So they're all connected. Right. And so basically like
1: this. Winter goes through all these like issues within her community. So like not only is there like issues with um Like, the people that she surrounds herself with after her her father is, like, gone and all their money is gone and, like, everything, now she's trying to figure out, like, how the hell am I going to, like, you know, like, go on with my life like, no money and my father is, like, gone. And I've been living this, like, privileged-ass life with all these, like, amazing jewels and, you know. And
0: here I am not having not one good thing.
1: Right. And so, like, I just appreciate, like, the journey that she goes on as well as, like, the issues with, like, her mom because her mom is, like – Oh my God, my husband is gone. What am I gonna do now? Like, you know, like basically, like freaking out because she doesn't know what she's gonna do. Right. And she turns to like alcohol and like she's just gone. And it's and I I appreciate it. I and her mom like leaves the city and like um, Winter is just like no, I can't leave this place. You know, it's like this is my this is my hood. This is where I grew up. This is like we rule this hood. And like her aunt is trash, (laughs) so is her uncle just amazing you should read it
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna read the book right. eventually when i have the time to read books summer oh yeah there you
1: go i'll get you a copy it's fine okay thanks mm-hmm. you're the best mm-hmm.
0: i love you so much you're welcome um <laughs> okay so i think i'm going to say that my favorite because i get to say mo- it multiple times because i'm the host so i get to be on here multiple times of course so i get to say whoever i want to at any given point in time which is fine so today i'm going to go with my grandma
1: okay
0: yeah that's, That's I, it. I appreciate it. My grandma. She's iconic.
1: Okay, so I wait. I saw the picture that you posted with her on Facebook, right? Which one? Um, it was on her birthday, right? Yes. Okay, so first of all, that quote was amazing. And then second of all, she just looked like, flip her hair in your face and be like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, she looked amazing. I appreciated it.
0: <laughs> I, yes. Um, Lula Varen Sanders. <laughs> That's I like her name. Government name. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, her maiden name is Blue. Her favorite color is Blue. Oh,
1: me too. I like her already. Yes, Kindred spirits. She's a really nice Kindred person. Kindred spirits.
0: <laughs> um, but she, she's the reason why I'm so empathetic mm-hmm. is because she's always, she's willing to, like she'll give the shirt off her back to anybody. She has her like, Hang ups on people but like she can see past them and give people grace even if they've done like her so wrong to the point like you wouldn't engage with a person if they like murdered your child right like you wouldn't do that my grandma would find a way to like still be kind to this other human person Mm -hmm. who like killed her daughter or something of that nature I, i don't get it i still try and learn but like this is the people i come from and like i love that and she's taught me a lot of things about myself
1: it's an admirable trait my great-grandmother was like that mabel serlina so i'll just say her name all the time because her (laughs) first name and middle name were just so iconic that i never say her last name people are like what's your great-grandmother's name mabel serlina (laughs) like that's that's her last name no iconic that's that's her name iconic (laughs) two names there you go i love
0: it oh my gosh (laughs) yes but yes that's like grandmas in general Mm -hmm. um specifically black and brown grandmas Mm -hmm. iconic they could do no wrongs.
1: Pretty much. My this. great-grandmother used to let me, like, do her hair. And her mm-hmm. hair was, like, that old people hair, so it's, like, nice and, like, thin. You know, like, yeah. You know, it just, it yeah, yeah, combs yeah. nicely. I know exactly what you're talking so about. So, basically, I used to, like, comb her hair all the time. Basically, she looked a hot mess, of course, until she did it herself, because I was, like, eight years old. <laughs> but she let me do it, which I appreciated. You know, yeah, I was they like, had the okay, patience. thank you. They
0: literally had the patience and steel, like, of, like... I don't know. It's so weird. But also they had to go through the civil rights movement and mm-hmm. like all these other things so it makes sense. But like but. see,
1: my my issue with my grandmother, I always have this issue with her. So, we watch TV shows together. Okay. We have since I was a little girl. Okay. So, when I'm older now, and every Tuesday I come over so we could watch these TV shows and get ourselves together and, you know, catch up on Revenge because we watched that when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I would come over. And she'd be like, Oh, I already watched this episode. That's messy. Excuse I don't like that. Excuse me? Girl, no. we plan this out every week, Tuesday nights after school. Where are you doing watching my show without me? And she's like, It's okay. I won't remember anything, but it's not the same. Of course, you won't remember anything. You're like 70 something years old. That's not the point. The point is the nostalgia of us supposed to be watching this together. <laughs> you watched it without me. Anyway, you obviously remember something if you know you watched the episode.
0: <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs>
1: I was mad too. Uh,
0: that's fair. <laughs> I'm just, okay. Tangents, it's fine. So, for appetizer, okay, let's talk about books, baby. Let's talk about
1: you and me. Well, I don't
0: know if it's you and me. I was trying to well, figure
1: out. let's talk about plot sequence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. What let's is happening? Let's talk about all the side oh, chicks. No. What and is going on? I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Monitor. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. Ooh. Okay, Whatever. something happened on the screen. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> so, okay. my first question for you is, what is your favorite book genre and why?
1: Okay, so I feel like this isn't fair. And I say this to everyone all the time. So like, basically, like, favorite books and favorite genres and things, I feel like it's like choosing my favorite child. And I feel bad, even though you know, some mo- mothers actually... You don't actually have children. Um, but the books are my children. Uh, They're a part of me. Okay, okay? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, my favorite genre has to be like... Romance, okay, and um, fiction, just in general, mm. because you know, there's something about like a good trashy, like terrible romance. You know, because sometimes I'm just in the mood to just like have these ide- idealistic, romanticized versions of love, and like not have okay. to go through all the regular stuff that happens in love. You know, the struggles, trials, and tribulations, or whatever. But you know, sometimes I just want to have that one issue, and then at the end they get back together. It's fine. <laughs> it's pretty much me <laughs> every time I want to watch.
0: I understand that. I, I feel that. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite genre. I don't know if this is really a genre because I don't think this is fair. Mm-hmm. But I like y- YA novels.
1: Oh yeah, that's no, fine.
0: They're my favorite things in the whole entire world. Do you
1: have specific like parts of YA that you like, like romance YA or like just regular fiction stories? YA? The,
0: so the thing is about YA novels is they like critically examine. Um, this part of like this like molding into adulthood right Mm -hmm. and i find it fascinating because i feel like i'm still there Mm -hmm. like every time i read it i'm like these people are going through the problems i'm going through right now and i'm 23 years old no
1: it's fine i completely agree
0: and so i just keep reading it because i feel like that's where i'm at right now so like as much as like everybody fucking hates him john green can give me a good book
1: john green yeah he
0: can give me a good book oh
1: I actually a like started boy. a book by John Green, and then I had which it. book was that? I don't remember what it was called. Looking that's for how Alaska you know, was really I started really it, good. and then I was just like, "What's happening? I'm so confused." Exactly, and that's exactly. kind of how I no, this is how I feel sometimes reading Toni Morrison too. Oh yeah, like so. <laughs> 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 I told <laughs> I, I told Dr. Annitall this one time. <laughs> I said, "So I started Tar Baby. Have you ever oh, read? Oh yeah, it? I've
0: read Tar Baby. So
1: I started it." And we were doing fine. You know, I was on a dock, looking out at the water or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a closet in a boat. And then I'm in the water. And I just, and then people were walking with heels clicking. And we were being, like, sucked into some alternate universe. I was completely confused in the first five pages of the book. And I promise you, that was only in the first five pages. I didn't even get farther than that. (laughs) <laughs> and I bought this book. <laughs> that
0: book is so brilliant, but it is like a giant analogy. Like, it is very much like just imagery after imagery, and you're just kind of like, eh, eh. I was like,
1: you know what? I'm going to just put this down for now. I will come back to it when I have a more sane mind because I feel like I'm insane trying to read this. That's right. I felt like I was losing my mind, and maybe he was too, the main character. I have no idea because I couldn't understand half of it.
0: <laughs> okay, fair. Okay. Uh, very fair. Okay, <laughs> next question. What is your all-time favorite book?
1: Again, not fair. I don't care. Okay. Um, I'll s- okay. I'll say the coldest winter ever. Okay. And oh. that's not fair. I have to at least say and <coughs> and <laughs> a piece of cake by Cupcake Brown. Ooh. Yes, because that one right there, mm-hmm. she went through some real trials and tribulations, and that's not even romance. So you're welcome, because I gave you like a full like <laughs> fiction craziness novel because I used to be into like hood literature and that is an actual I'm only into
0: novel. hood literature. So
1: hood literature is I like my second life <laughs> because I used to read in middle school and in high school like all, I had the Kimani True series. I don't know if you've ever yes. read. I had all the books. I promise. <laughs> I had literally like Fast Life. That okay, right yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, all, the Indigo series, all of her books had those too. You know, Indigo? Ooh, I don't think so indigo she was like first of all her name was cool (laughs) and she had amazing like hair it was curly and she was black and she was a cheerleader i also was a cheerleader so i felt like a tie to her you felt yourself you saw
0: yourself in the book Mm -hmm. representation many times and
1: all of them actually to Mm -hmm. be honest Mm -hmm. so cupcake browns the piece of cake and then the coldest winter ever okay yeah because cupcake brown went from her mother was a prostitute Mm mm-hmm and like tried to sell her or whatever. Ah, damn. But no, she didn't try and sell her. She was trying to be like a, like a mother or whatever and like keep her from being put into prostitution like she was. Okay. But her pimp <clears throat> took the kid away. Because oh, the damn. pimp was technically the father. Oh. So the pimp took the kid away and said, you know what, I should probably put her to work or whatever. And so the girl ran away. And she became a prostitute for a small period of time, did a bunch of other stuff, and then she became a lawyer. <laughs> And I just and she's a lawyer still. She's an actual real person. This is like an autobiography, but at the same what? time, it's like not because it's read like fiction. It's amazing. You should read it.
0: I mean, <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to have a book list at the like on the podcast so everybody can go and like. Oh yeah. Look, so this is the books that we were li- like listed, <laughs> and these are all where you can find them on Amazon.
1: Yeah, they're amazing. Like I, I'll give you all kinds of book suggestions. I can give you endless. Book you know, read oh books God. I've read in my lifetime. <laughs>
0: I guess, what is my all-time favorite book?
1: I'm telling you, it's like picking favorite children. Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's really hard.
0: Mm. Um, currently, my all-time favorite book is called Dear Martin. I haven't
1: read it. Is it good? Yeah, it's
0: by Nick Stone. It is a, a book about this boy who is black, who goes to this school that's for all these white kids, but he's from the hood, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to make sense of it all, and he's like writing letters to uh, Martin Luther King, because mm-hmm. he wants to know what Martin Luther King would do, so it's a project he was doing, and it... Gives you everything that you need. I'm really into this new wave of literature that is around um, black youth and them finding themselves in like the intersection area of like I'm black, I am going to a PWI, but I'm from the hood and like I don't really know what's going on. But like it's been like an upswing of like all this material, and this is one of them. Dear Martin and The Hate You Give, both of them.
1: Okay, I'm listening to it on audiobooks. I'm here. I'm almost there. I have just started it, so you can't like. I'm not gonna talk about it. But If you're into these new waves or whatever, the skin I'm in.
0: That's such a good book.
1: That's an amazing book. I just had to teach it less like summer, so you it's know I'm such into a into good it. book. It was an amazing book. I was like, this right here, like this is me. And like having these conversations with these small children was actually I, really like interesting and like they wanted to like act out some of the scenes and it that's was really fair. and I recorded some of those and that was actually kind of interesting and funny. <laughs> I'm over it. They actually, I recorded one of them doing, like, interacting, like, the fight scene between <laughs> the two girls. Yes. It was amazing. It was the two boys who did it, too. They were like, this Perfect. is my scene, right? So, this like, they had, I like, the whole get down. It was amazing.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question, Kay. and then we're going to take a break. If you only got to read one book ever, what book would it be, and
1: why? Not fair. Again, not fair. I know my answer. Um... One book for the rest of my life, like ever—the
0: only book that you could ever read ever.
1: Oh my god! Um, But then it's like, do I want fiction or do I want romance? It's just like, what
0: do you think would sustain you for (laughs) your whole entire life? (laughs) None of these
1: books. Um, what would sustain me for the rest of my life? My god, that's not fair. Um, I will go with the prisoner's wife. Which is a nonfiction um, autobiography, kind of. I uh-huh. read it in Black Love and Romance with Dr. Ayesha Hardison. Her class was amazing. Uh-huh. But it was on this woman who used to volunteer at this prison. Uh-huh. And in that time, she found a man who was really good with words um, uh-huh. and was a great poet. And she was a poet herself. So, of course, you know, kindred spirits or whatever. So she ended up starting to visit him all the time, and they got married Mm -hmm. um, in the prison system and things of that nature. And, you know, they got conjugal visits or whatever. But her life was just, God. It was, like, her own version of, like, she was imprisoning herself. Okay. Okay while in that relationship and I found that interesting in the, in like the, the dichotomy of the whole thing because it's like he's in prison you know and she's sitting out here and she's supposed to be living her life to the fullest and like living her best life but she's really not she's like having this internal battle of you know how do I be free when he's not but at the same time I was sitting here like your husband's like literally like a murderer like you should just not it like sounds
0: like love after lockup
1: Okay, so I thought about that, and I've only seen like one episode of Love Is Up, but, but like I don't know. I think it's I think it's just that internal struggle that she writes about because okay. like <clears throat> she's powerful. going through this whole like depression basically throughout mm-hmm. this whole book. Um, you know, he brings her some kind of solace and some kind of happiness, but it's not enough. And like all the like issues that they go through, it's like, girl, wake up, like divorce him. My God, like what is wrong with you? And, you know, later on, when the book finishes, it doesn't really give you like an ending to the story because it's her life and she's still living it. Of course, she's not dead. But I looked it up, of course, because I had to know what happened next. So I looked up after the book was written, like what she said, like if she made any press releases or whatever. And she had a, what is it called? Like a little article in the New York Times telling about, you know, what happened after the book was over, giving me like an ending. Okay and
0: this is a saga
1: I'm yeah it, it was like, only one article but i appreciated it and i liked it and, it and she wrote it like it was fiction like it was like the epilogue of my life and oh i appreciated gosh, I love it that. right and so that book fine i'll give you that that'll be my
0: okay that'll be my book okay.
1: <laughs> you should read that too the prince i'm gonna i'm gonna read the, it, the prisoner's wife oh my gosh i can't remember her name though it's really hard to say
0: <laughs> i would choose Dang it. I really thought I had my answer and I don't. Cause I'm like somewhere in between the their eyes were watching God. That's such an iconic right. book.
1: I see. Mm-hmm. But
0: also I know why the Cage Bird sings. Mm. Okay. And I don't know which one I want because like both of them give me a reality that like is very, very real for like
1: right?
0: W- the most marginalized mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like Maya Angelou knows how to fuck me up. Right. She just knows. Just on
1: a normal day. De- you know what? I just appreciate whenever she just talks. She doesn't right. write. Like when she writes, it's just like one thing. I read her poetry
0: and just cry to myself when I want to have like emotions. you know
1: what? Nikki Giovanni, her love letters or her love poems, there's a whole book of just love poems. That that book <laughs>
0: She's a really good poet.
1: She came to Ku and I like I watched her. her like in person and I yeah. talked to her for like a small period of time. It was amazing. Yeah, I
0: had lunch with her when she came.
1: Wow. Yeah. You lived my dream. She had this oversized binder with all her poems. I said, "Girl, why you carrying around gold like this?"
0: She- we're not gonna <laughs> talk about it on the podcast. That's well, I'll fine. talk to you about it later. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, we're gonna take a break. Okay. And we'll be back. Bye Talk about other things. The. <laughs> the.
1: <crafting noise> ah. <laughs> I love that! Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm
0: saving this forever.
1: And we're did Did you miss me?
0: I actually can't stand you.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> Don't take these pauses. It's gonna make. It's gonna confuse your audience. I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we're here to talk about Ariel's work, fine, prestigious work. Oh yeah, most about <laughs> sexuality. No. How oh, fuck?
1: It's, <laughs> it's about intimacy and eroticism.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> Same thing.
1: It's really not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not wrong
1: that was the whole point of the paper was to say was it
0: wasn't okay beautiful <laughs> let's fine. do it. let's talk about it then. okay let's do this
1: um so it was a paper i wrote for the black love and romance class that i took with dr hardison and it was on you know love jones because you know love jones is
0: i women. know love jones Who love jones know? is a pinnacle black
1: it's like a steak
0: yeah it's it's amazing it's basically a, yeah
1: and with Love Jones, I was... Okay, so I knew I wanted to talk about Love Jones, but I didn't know, like, what, like, capacity. Because it's like, oh, do you talk about it as a pinnacle of, like, the black community? Do you talk about it as, you know, a movie to never forget? <laughs> but, like, Dr. Hardison it's was not, not even having that. good that. of a movie. It kind... It, it Well, because in our conversations in class, you know, it was different opinions on the movie. Yeah. I personally loved the movie for specific reasons. Okay, that's fair. You know, so, like, there are parts of the movie that is, like really but then there's other parts where it's like i appreciate it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i'm here for it um so basically i had talked to dr hardison telling her i didn't know what the heck i was gonna write about right fair (laughs) she because you know why not and um i was talking through things with her about my ideas and then apparently i said something smart and she said wait pause and then she like <laughs> she said okay why don't you write about that and i didn't even know what i said because you know once i say something it's gone, gone. it's absolutely gone and so it's i was gone. like what did i say <laughs> and she's like you don't know what I-? I said." no what did i say did you write notes and she's like yeah, I wrote, and <laughs> I cool, great, what did I say? And she was, um, <laughs> first of all, she was laughing at me. And then <laughs> we were talking, about, she said you wanted to talk about eroticism and intimacy and the difference between it and the ways it's showcased in the movie. Okay, beautiful. And so um, I talked about, and I kind of like staked my claim. I was like, this is what intimacy and this is what eroticism is. So you defined those first. I did. And so like basically I said like intimacy is a mood. Ooh. So it's, um, it's set in the context of places or interactions with people. And then eroticism is the feeling of sexual desire without having sex. And it can be projected. So eroticism. Oh,
0: God, I'm about to be fucked up. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm listening. Already. Okay.
1: So eroticism is like a feeling. So you feel like an erotic like um, sensation from something. Okay. Okay. Um, and then intimacy is like, it's like a mood. It's like, you know, when you have like the candles are dimmed and like there's bubbles in your tub. Okay. That's an intimate setting. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm then following. I talked about it within the movie. So like themes and like most like that. So basically, um, like Nina's photography. Okay. The ways in which Nina captured the most intimate moments within her art. So if you remember, there were moments like were kissing or the way that the um, landscape looked and the ways in which she took photos herself. Yeah. Those were intimate moments. Okay. Versus like the eroticism of some of her uh, ways in which she took photos. So like the moment where she's taking photos of him and mm-hmm. he's taking off an article of clothing each time. That's an erotic thing. You know, like him taking off those like clothes, that's an erotic thing. But the setting was intimate, you know what i mean? Okay. Right. So <laughs> right, so like when learn me
0: teach me today.
1: So when she's ta- when he's taking off his clothes, it's like, oh my god, like sexual desire, my muscles, mm-hmm. my feelings, whatever. Right. And she's just like, you know, continue to take it off. She's basically getting erotic off. She's getting like stimulated off aroused. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah aroused yeah. off taking a clothes, but like the the way she takes his picture and the way she captures him that sends an erotic message in the way that the picture came out
0: wait so it's i'm thinking of the photos okay because they're in my head right so are you saying that the photos themselves are intimate or erotic
1: no the photos themselves are erotic but the setting in which they were taken
0: was intimate mm-hmm. okay but how okay now i have more questions Kay. because i feel like Like this is complex because I feel like there's like a really like there's a line Mm -hmm. and a level of like when something goes from a feeling to a mood Mm -hmm. because like a mood is something that is constant. Mm -hmm. It's kind of um, it is shaped off of the situation, the setting that you're in. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But like a feeling comes and goes, they waver, they change over time. And I sometimes but there is certain feelings that I do have that do not waver. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I'm feeling like. Because he was being vulnerable, and that's where the intimacy part comes into
1: it. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like even those photos, based on the way that you view them, can be considered either like erotic or intimate, based on how you're viewing them.
1: They can. So that that's what it, that's the cool thing about these photos. So ah! I know it's it's like mind-boggling, and I was thinking about this when I was watching that scene like over and over, it was literally on repeat for a good minute. So like when. You see the photos, right, when she's in that yeah. dark room and she t- she develops the photos mm-hmm. and you're looking at them. When she puts them on a wall for people to see, right, yeah. say they're coming for an art exhibition or whatever, and you look at these photos, they're going to be very erotic from not only the way his face is, like, giving you the feeling, but it's also the way in which his body is moving as he takes off his clothes. Right, right, right. And that's an erotic feeling. But like, there can also be something intimate about him taking off his clothes right. and the willingness he has to take off those clothes. Okay. And then there's also because <laughs> you know layers, it's layers and levels and whatever. But if you're in that moment with them, like together in her or his apartment, as he takes off the clothes, it's an intimate setting because you know they're by the window and you know she's she's saying it in a sultry Nina. <laughs> need a long way she's like yes, <laughs> <a long> way. <laughs> anyway. she's like take off your clothes like says it slow there for it take
0: off your clothes
1: <laughs> pretty much that's how she does it
0: take off your shirt
1: and like okay so i'm sorry i'm still <laughs> keep going
0: <laughs> i was i really was
1: okay so and also, I said eroticism can be projected, right? Yeah. So eroticism Ooh. can be projected through that picture or through words. okay? Are you, are you still with me? You're looking at me like I, you're I'm losing. looking at you crazy, but I'm there. I'm okay. still there. So <clears throat> the um, eroticism can be portrayed through Darius's poem, a blues for Nina.
0: I mean, yes.
1: hmm So like the words. If you remember some of the words. Do you Mm kind of remember it it in your head? I'll say some of the words. Let me see.
0: Uh, Okay, let's go.
1: Say baby. (laughs) I can't even. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Can I be your slave? I've got to admit, girl, you're the shit girl. (laughs) And I'm digging you (laughs) like a grave. I can't. I'm sorry. Some of these words, <laughs> like, now that I'm remembering you know, them, are just terrible. The Your way fine. you're
0: reading that, I'm just sitting here like, I'm my God, this is horrible.
1: <laughs> it's really bad. God, but the way he so says bad. it is better because, you know, he's like.
0: He has the twang. He has the swag. He has everything.
1: You like, know, the look and everything. I don't yeah. have the look nor the way in the twang in my voice. I'm sorry. Right. I'm bottering here. Yeah, I'm bottering it. It's fine. Um, and then it's like, shit, who am I? It's not important. But me, they call me brother to the night, and right now I'm the blues in your left thigh, trying to become the funk in your right. That was where I was like, yes, okay, <laughs> I'm here for it. When he when he started talking about like the ways in which her body like um, expresses different movements with yeah. music, that was erotic. And this, but, but I ca-
0: I think that's intimate.
1: You think it's intimate? I think it's intimate. It's intimate with. You see that's why it's what I'm saying, like these like the depending on the person, those feelings can be changed, yeah, but in for me, like when I was watching the scene, I got erotic because right. the way he was looking at her, the way he was saying it in his voice with the deep, low rumble right. of his tone,
0: and I feel like that might have been the portrayal, mm-hmm. but also like, because you know me, I don't mm-hmm. i never take things at the surface level. I've right. never done that in my life, mm-hmm. but. I'm thinking about it in like a context of if I'm going to say that to you and I'm going to take the time to like give you this moment, Mm -hmm. like I want you to feel the mood that I'm trying to give you Mm -hmm. and project to you.
1: That's why he's trying to project the eroticism to her because he's trying to get in her pants. But that's fine because. But what if I just want to give you a feeling? Are we going to do the whisper song? Yeah. Let's not. Let's (laughs) Let's not. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, No, but so. I think what he's when I when I say it, eroticism is projecting and it can be projected. That means he may not have felt erotic. Yeah. It may have been just an intimate moment for him to stand on that stage in that blue lighting. Lord. Right. Right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Moment, I'm having lighting. a moment. And then but the ways in which he says the words with the tone and how how like deep his voice went, you know, he you, you saw mm-hmm. that he was trying to get to her, to reach her. He was trying to uh well, he was trying to get into her pants, to be honest. But he Truly. was also just trying to, like, you know, project the feeling.
0: So that she felt the same way that he felt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting it. Okay, I'm following. Fun. Okay, so <laughs> outside of the context of Love Jones. Okay. Let's talk about this feeling, this mood mm-hmm. in the world around us, in a larger context.
1: Okay. Where are we going to put I don't know it? where we're going to start. <laughs> I was going to say, where are we going to um, go?
0: <laughs> thinking about... Okay, this might be a really fucked up way of talking about this, oh, no. but thinking about um, intimacy mm-hmm. and eroticism Kay. in the context of all of these like, assaults and allegations that are going on in the world right now. Okay. There seems to be this kind of disconnect between what the intimacy and like eroticism and like just like, I'm projecting my feelings and my moods to you, you're not picking up on them, mm-hmm. and so therefore, I'm not getting it, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to do that. How do we better convey eroticism and intimacy and make that line clear for the safety of others? I don't know why, how I got to this point.
1: I think that, mind you, when I said, like, when I said the, the just definition of eroticism, it was the feeling of sexual desire without having sex. So, it, like with the mm. context of assault. But eroticism. Yeah, I know. But you don't have to have sex to feel erotic.
0: Fair and. <laughs> <Like your bear laughs> yeah,
1: um, I think that specifically with like assault and like issues of like mm-hmm. not having you know feelings kind of mesh with someone right. else and having issues of um, well I know you want it but you know you're just you just don't understand it's like that that, that misunderstanding of well I'm trying to get you to like get you know it, I'm trying to get you that. to like want to have it with me but you won't have it and that's First of all, they don't have it. They don't have it. it. Right? You can't. You can't make somebody feel the. You can't make somebody have a feeling that you have. It's not. It's not possible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like they have their own feelings, their own mind, their own body, their own sound. So come on, sound. (laughs) Right? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 But. you know, when I say that eroticism can be transferred and can be like pushed on to somebody else, it can if they accept it and if they're there for it. And if they're like if they're feeling like, OK, like, like, first of all, he's fine as hell or she or they. If they are fine as hell and then if they're saying these words to me that make me feel some sort of way that mm-hmm. make my stomach constrict in a different way. You know what I'm saying?
0: Can we talk about you said stomach? S-
1: I said stomach, didn't I? There Tummy. was no Oh, S. I think I was, like, here for, like... <laughs> Tummy is <and> stomach. <laughs> yeah, and you that's there like, stomach, <laughs> and I
0: was like, I like that word. Like I'm, That's go. the only we're reason, gonna reason I said tomac. anything about it. It's fine. Tummy. We'll,
1: we'll just add that to Webster's. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll add it to Webster's. Um, oh, Lord. So, wow, I completely lost where I was at. I'm well, so sorry. What were we talking about? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if they feel... Okay, their stomach constrict. Mm-hmm. Stomach. I said stomach this time. Stomach constrict with... Um, A uh, arousal, Mm -hmm. a a type of arousal that makes it um, easier for them to want to, you know, have sex with you. Yeah. Um. Then that's fine, and then it's consensual because they'll be like, "Yes, you know, f me now." All these things. But if they don't say it and they reject your erotic feeling, and and they they don't catch, they don't pick up what you're putting down because uh, I'm going to be that person. Then. Then it's just like a you're failing go away (laughs) yeah
0: like no i was asking that just because more conversation but like also like this idea this idea of like like this feeling mismatch Mm -hmm. of like like intimacy being a feeling Mm -hmm. and like eroticism being like an arousal um well no that's the feeling yeah the mood of intimacy Mm -hmm. and how like even if you are aroused and mm-hmm. have like this erotic feeling towards somebody that intimacy might not be there and i mm-hmm. feel like that's where the consent comes in right intimacy is that vulnerability mm-hmm. portion of it and i just wanted to like i knew you were there mm-hmm. but like i don't know if all my listeners are there that's so we fine. just needed to go there
1: yeah but intimacy i mean i think you sometimes i feel like you have to have the eroticism and the intimacy you have to, have both. Yeah. You have, to have both because it's like if i feel like i'm just okay Let's scenario time. So, like, if we're in a situation where, you know, I'm getting these erotic feelings from you, you know, I'm, I'm aroused, mm-hmm. I'm interested, but there's no intimate setting and you just want to do it in your car. If your car isn't, like, intimate enough for me, there are some times where cars, you know... It's, it's fine. It's, like, fine. it's, it's a it's, valid there are, moments, there are moments where cars are just like, let's go, let's do this, let's, let's do, do it in the car. But then if there's if it's not that moment where it's like, when you get in the car, it's like... Mm.
0: <laughs> like mm. we're doing it here like this is <laughs> this, isn't this is where right you want to or it's not even it could be literally like i've been aroused sexually by people mm-hmm. and it's like the intimacy mm-hmm. is the part where i'm like Ugh.
1: maybe like the comfortability
0: there so, we go so yeah so there there we we go. we'll
1: go we'll go with you need intimacy <laughs> eroticism and comfortability because i feel like if you're erotic you know you're you're aroused because you're aroused. you have these erotic feelings like yeah. pushed on to you then there's the intimacy. So, like, if, you know, the the feeling and the mo- the mood and the, the, the place in which you guys are, are yeah. is intimate, Yeah. now it's on to the comfortability.
0: Can it not even have to be a place? Can, like, intimacy be the mood that you're having between two people?
1: Yeah, it can be a mood between two people, or it could just be a mood of your surroundings. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know, because I don't have sex with people because the area looks nice
1: no it's not the- <laughs> like, like look at the ground oh, look at no. the petals on the floor it's not, <laughs> cute. it's not necessarily the like physical traits of it it's mm-hmm. more of the mood that the place gives off you know okay. it doesn't have to be like you know pretty and nice and whatnot you could be at a playground and be and feel intimate
0: absolutely not
1: okay people have done it i'm not gonna be also, a judge I'm, <laughs> I'm not about to judge their life sex
0: on the playground you literally can be popped with like child, like I mean, you can be a child predator. Listen,
1: I haven't done it, but I'm just saying uh, there are people who have. Uh, so they probably felt some sort of intimacy I'm with a partner screaming. and <laughs> then just, you know, had fun and did this. It's just a playground, is it? I, just,
0: I know it's happened on playground. I know. <laughs>
1: Let's be honest here. It's happened on a playground. Clear. Okay,
0: so playground's fine. Whatever.
1: I was giving a scenario. I'm not going to shame scenario. anybody. I was completely giving you a scenario. <laughs> I haven't done it on playground, I promise. It's not me. I haven't done it, I promise. Oh, my God, that's <sighs> terrible. Okay, anyway, we're just going to stop there. That's probably a good a stopping
0: point of the playground.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: But <laughs> last takeaway points that you want to drive home with this conversation.
1: Um, last takeaway points. It's just, I feel like, you know... Don't always take my word for it. Like, yeah, I, I wrote a paper on this. I was interested in the the feelings and the idea of eroticism and intimacy right. within this movie, but also just within the context of conversation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you make your own thoughts and motions of comfortability, and you yeah. make your own uh, thoughts and—what uh, is it called? Thoughts and— moments where you'll feel intimate my Uh intimacy level isn't the same as yours right my intimacy preference is not the same as the breeders out there but
0: did you say the readers are the breeders
1: the readers why would you (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) oh my god i just (laughs) really
0: as you said i like to come for you for no reason right so so i feel like now i
1: have a broader audience Audience, wow, okay. Accredient now an broader, audience put together. broader audience <laughs> that understands me and where I'm being tried, because I'm currently being tried and laughed at at this moment, and as he looks at me, <laughs> and I'm looking away. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm here for it. I'm sorry, excuse me. So, um, yeah, and we also have different levels of eroticism, so I can be aroused and... Um, by something way different than you and then the rest of these people out here who are listening um, but again it's all about your comfortability and the way in which you feel with your maybe partner maybe not partner because you just you know you're sometimes not interested you sometimes, that sometimes that it's shit. just like nah it's okay thank you
0: thanks, thanks me <laughs>
1: thanks but I uh, know <laughs> but, uh, <no. laughs> but yeah
0: so okay beautiful um, I love it I don't have any takeaway points because like I was just I'm still trying to understand Process the difference it. between intimacy I know. And I'm not an expert life. yeah it's I'm just interested in it yeah
1: so all my research is not done leave me alone <laughs> don't come for me I promise
0: <laughs> oh my gosh okay we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and talk about fun things bye
1: we
0: are. Yeah, because you have the read shirt on, so I like do, let's talk about because it. Because it.
1: it's the read. What else? We're
0: basically kid Fury and Crisla anyway.
1: That's fine. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> guess. Anyway, so no. Um. So thinking about what we just talked about, not the intimacy and eroticism, eroticism has because anything that's like
1: to a lot. I was gonna say. I mean, let's not do that. Okay. But
0: like thinking about books and reading. Ooh. Let's talk about reading people and the read.
1: Okay. So, wait, can I say my favorite quote from the read? Yes, go. (laughs) I don't underestimate stupid. There you go. I mean, that's bad. Because when he said that, I just, you know, (laughs) it was a great moment. It was like, well, they were having this whole conversation about, I think it was like a letter or whatever. Right. And it was just this moment where he was just like, she was like, do you understand? Like, how how do you, how does that even happen? And he's like, I don't underestimate stupid. And I just said, okay. Like, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm ready for a t-shirt. I'll buy it. I want it. A t-shirt that just says, I don't, don't. underestimate stupid. Because why not?
0: <laughs> they they literally have such iconic lines in that show. Yeah. They, they're, they're so brilliant and just black and queer and just... Talk about pop culture in a way that like, I don't know if my like 23 year old self can talk about pop culture in that way because Mm -hmm. they have so much more context and so much more build up for it. Mm -hmm. But like, even with all that, like, I can't imagine a world where I get to just sit in a studio and talk shit for like money. Like, for,
1: like, an hour and a half to two hours. Like, it, it's fine. Like, and then the rest of the day, they're just, like, doing nothing at home, watching TV and playing video games. Again, I appreciated when they <laughs> shared that part of their lives with me. They were like, literally, I'm going to go home and play my video games. Right. And then, then the other one was like, I'm going to go home and t- take a nap. And I said, you know what? I I'm here for it.
0: Because that's... <laughs> honestly... The thing is, I, I really do think about this often, about how the read and the friend zone and all of these different podcasts mm-hmm. are just the way that black people are getting reparations. Yeah. We're literally allowed to sit here and talk about our feelings and actually ex- like explode and expel like all of these myths and understandings of ourselves on this podcast. And I understand like they have a network. They have to say certain things. And they have to sell certain products. and mm-hmm. They have to play, be part of the system and be right. the cog in the machine. But they're really just out here. Be it's in them goddamn selves, Like, right. and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like.
1: It's just like it a space for them to just be themselves and like just, you know, just act a damn fool and just be like, okay, so. Like. Right. <laughs> and
0: like, I don't know why I feel like. I talked about this earlier. No, I haven't. I've never talked about it. But like.
1: Fun.
0: When people come in in the space, mm-hmm. I literally, they're like, oh my God, I don't want to hear my voice. Like, I'm super nervous. Like, this is super hard. Oh. And it's difficult. And I'm like, you know what's so cool about podcasts? And they're like, what? And I'm like. This is the only place where you have complete and utter control over what is going on in the world. Right. You get to talk about things. Mm-hmm. You get to say things in your opinions. They're going to be put into the world at some point in time. But, like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And if, like, people don't like it or if people do like it, it doesn't really fucking matter.
1: Right. Pretty because much. Y- because, like, earlier when I was talking about the eroticism and, like, mm-hmm. intimacy and I said I was still doing my research, don't come for me. I was really just, like you know that was is. my opinion that was what i wrote in this paper it right was, it was a grade and i needed it so i was interested in the topic and i wrote about it and whether or not you agree with it is neither here nor there exactly <laughs> and that's
0: what i feel like the read and the friend zone and like mm-hmm. podcasts in general are just mm-hmm. like except the ones that they're like trying to actually like give you facts and stories and shit oh i don't read i don't listen to you. L- no because <laughs> I, I i genuinely care about the opinions of other people mm-hmm. and like listening to kid fury and Krizzle talk about certain stuff they give you a perspective that is like a chance for me to hear myself, mm-hmm. right? And, like, so powerful. And, like, that's mm-hmm. why I love the read so much.
1: And it's, like, a talking point for me and my mom. Because my, my mom listens to it, too. Okay. So, like, every Thursday or, like, Friday. No, Friday sometimes because I have to give her a day. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, um, did you listen to the read? Sometimes she'll say yes. And sometimes she'll be like, no, I'm waiting. And I'm like, why? Why are you waiting?
0: I don't understand. For a rainy day. <laughs> like, literally.
1: Sometimes. I'll just. I, I actually started over in the read. I'm like. Jesus. I started from the beginning. I
0: watched that. F- I listened to the. F- first episode of the read it I was, was just
1: very like it, like some of the topics like they were talking about this law and order episode of, yeah like, the one with Chris Brown yeah <laughs> I started dying I was like, I was
0: like why is it so funny but
1: like even just like it's old news you know what I mean I remember right. what I was doing when that episode came out and I was just like wow like this is what y'all was doing
0: no that's so funny like I just <sighs> the thing is and I think the reason why I even I'm t- like trying to get to this point in my life where I'm like Isaac why are you doing this podcast to take up time you have other things that you need to do there's so much other stuff going on and I'm like Kid Fury and Krizzle get to sit and talk and be friends Mm -hmm. and people get to like watch them do that like do that like they have a conversation that I would have with my friends for no reason but like sometimes I forget that I have friends I do this often I don't know why I'm like this Mm -hmm. but I forget I have friends and then I can just go and listen to my podcast and be like I remember when I felt joy it's like <laughs> capturing joy pretty
1: much me right like
0: <laughs> i like love how like podcasts like the read capture joy mm-hmm. and they capture moments in life where it's like this is some fuck shit but this is how we gonna get over it by making jokes about it and mm-hmm. laughing mm-hmm. which like man that doesn't happen often
1: yeah, like we could be like hello welcome to the table podcast <laughs> today we'll be talking about <laughs> Hot tops. <laughs> hot tops. And the verse bottoms. And the verse
0: bottoms. Because that, that
1: moment when he said that, I just Every like, time <laughs> he
0: enters the room. That is the, that's the most scene I feel most of my days is when he's like, hot tops. And in the, the goblet of bottoms. <laughs> that one took me all the way out. I literally screamed in a public area because he said hot tops. And, and the, the goblet, goblet of, of bottoms,
1: bottoms. I appreciated I couldn't it. Breathe. There are so many times where, he, like, he'll just introduce like the segment, and I'll just be like, "Okay, mood for the day," mood like for the day. mood for the day. Because I'll just be like walking around, and I'll say that, and then somebody <laughs> be like, "What are you talking?" i be like, "You know what? If you don't know what that means, then that means you don't listen to the read, and that means we don't want really right. to about this conversation."
0: I wish I thought of that first. <laughs> like, honestly, I wish I could just be walking around and telling people like <laughs> hot tops. And the undesirable
1: bottoms. (laughs) And the verse bottoms. Because like when he said And the first bottoms. (laughs) I
0: because I saw myself. I heard I I literally heard (laughs) saw my body pop up when he said hot tops (laughs) and verse bottoms. And I like l Ixanders and was like, beautiful. Pee. I'm not a verse bottom. Don't ever don't let any of these people think like I don't want any of these girls to know (laughs) what I do. So don't get that image. But I did see myself.
1: I saw that letter. I saw the letter. That
0: you know, that letter. could have been my letter.
1: Cause that letter was just
0: that was a lot. Trifle. I really wish I had listener letters because I feel like I could just go off on
1: people's letters.
0: I think I'd give really valid advice. There
1: are so many moments where like the listener listener letters will be out, right, and I'll be listening to it, and like that one letter where it was like every five seconds she would like fuck something up, and I'm just be like, why? <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, you we started off fine, you know, one right. issue, and then it just kept going. She's like hi, like, my name is Sharkisha, and this is what happened in my life. <laughs> and then she'll just be like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I'm pregnant, and Ow. I don't know how to tell my best friend. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. She said, because the baby daddy is her man, because he and I used to go out. because, <laughs> And then it just, like, it's declined from there. And because just, it's like...
0: I honestly, there's there's days where I'm just like, I'm so dumb. Like, I've made the dumbest choices in my whole entire life. Like, currently, right now, I'm, like, processing through how, like, I've made really dumb choices in the past mm-hmm. month. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I'll listen to the read, and I'm just like, wow i'm so happy i'm not that person like
1: wow like i feel like, like i've been doing so good i'm such like a um what is it a positive influence because all the ways in which this person has went from hi i'm pregnant don't know how to tell my best friend to hi i'm pregnant by my best friend's boyfriend. Who actually is still in love with me and we got eloped and the, like you know like right it's I like, was some like wait a minute Like wait. how did we
0: get here? We
1: went, how did we get here? Like the socks have totally dropped on this whole letter. And I'm just kinda like,
0: do I do I actually live a good life? Like am, is my life. Do fulfilled? I have
1: the real struggles? Like is the struggle right. really real for me? Because the way in which this letter is making me feel as if I am privileged. <laughs> like, like But
0: also like, I'm not privileged because I don't get to do that. Right.
1: So I just why like, can't I, I, can I have issues? She's like her. I, but at the I same could. Case. Technically, we could. Okay. Technically, this could be us. I'm like, I don't need those kinds of yeah, issues because the way my life works is that- If I
0: ever got pregnant-
1: Wait. <laughs> think about this and start over. If I ever got
0: somebody <laughs> pregnant-
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I really had to process I was for like-, like wait. <laughs> a,
0: a 10 seconds of like-
1: Try again. Can I get pregnant? <laughs> no. No,
0: I physically I can can. I get pregnant. I <laughs> can. If I got somebody else pregnant- Mm-hmm. And I was like the boyfriend of somebody else, and I knew they were best friends. Like, why? Why? <laughs> just, just why? why? Like, like, why would we do that? Where did
1: your Where did you lose your sanity? And then
0: Kid Fury and Crystal actually give them solid advice. Like, I'm like sitting there, like,
1: but then they'll laugh about. It. They'll be like,
0: but well, that's fine. Oh
1: girl, like as as Crystal was reading this letter, Kid Fury's like, Every oh girl,
0: single
1: wh- what? What? Just- what is wrong with you? <laughs> like. Just- like straight up, what is wrong with you? And I'll just be like, right, Wait, my thoughts exactly.
0: My favorite listener letter, which
1: one was
0: the one when that girl was giving her man like head, and it se- smelled like che- like it smelled really bad. Oh my bad. god! And it was because he had gonorrhea. Oh
1: my! God. I I'm
0: lost ba- it. Yeah. I I lo- audibly gagged while I was in class <laughs> listening to it
1: class listening i that's listen fine. to the reading class all the that's time It's fine. fine i'm not even gonna judge if you you're
0: my teachers are my professors <laughs> i do not listen to the reading class i don't know what you're talking I've about i've never done that in my life
1: yeah um my all-time favorite listener that's not fair okay so like there's this one there was this one letter and it was i think her man needed to wash himself and yes about the book that children's the book. the children's book that and then um, she told them to order <laughs> like the duck who like didn't wash his I it mean, was like, I was like what why is we- a children's
0: book to teach babies literally to wash themselves and, and said, you are giving it to a grown ass man. And I
1: said, Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm
0: and like and- oh my god. And like I try to be culturally competent while listening to like the read. Like I'm like oh that's so problematic. They're like really reading these people for all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there and I'm just like Yeah, but like we know this man mm-hmm. has access to like a shower. And, like, all this other stuff. They're, like, oh. really good about it. They're also very culturally relevant and culturally competent in, like, the mm-hmm. content they share. Sometimes Krizzle gets off the rocker. But, like, it's fine. It's fine. She's from Oklahoma. I get a girl. Get a girl.
1: see. Thinking about the anniversary show. And that girl who said, hi, my coworker stinks. And I no. don't know how to tell her. And I said, girl, how do you not walk up to her? And, like, when they said walk to her and say, hey, you smell, like, please figure it out. And he was like, well, is she poor? Like, is she make?" She said, no, she makes real money. I said, excuse me? You make, like, whole, like.
0: Figures. M- like, figures. Like, like, real
1: figures. And you're just standing standing in my face. Like, smell wow. It. And I was, she said care package. And I said, who's buying it? Not uh, I. Not- I'll send you the link to an Amazon care package that you, know you can how order. You know that is. That is fine
0: ariel i hate you i
1: will will send you an email you know what this could be an email this could have been a whole email we could have just so let's start it out right so so in the subject line
0: if you're listening to this episode (laughs) and you've gotten this far, go Email thetablepod at (laughs) gmail.com. Send us listener letters. I will literally just bring Ariel back so we can just like collect listener letters. It's fine. I'll be ready for
1: it. I'll come back and we can do a mail haul.
0: It'll be literally that's going to be the end of the episode. It'll be so good. This is how
1: we're going to do this letter, okay? So the subject line. So, first of all, you don't have to like, you know what? You could BCC some of the other coworkers who also want to say something to her because she'll never see it. She'll never see it. So, just BCC them. And then. (laughs) In the subject line, say, um, tips for the future. Oh, okay. With links. Okay? (gasps) Then, we'll say, you know, hello, Jabrisha, comma, (laughs) enter space. (laughs) (laughs) I I just imagine
0: getting this letter and casting you smooth
1: out. And then just say, um... You know, I was thinking about this a lot in the ways in which, you know, we've had conversations around. And I've had conversations with other co-workers. And I was just thinking, you know, this um, specific fragrance would smell really nice on you. Um, I found a care package on Amazon that, that just might, um, you know, be within your budget or your monthly budget or whatever. Um, and then, you know, put the link right under it and then say, um, let me know how it works out. See you Monday, all my love, Beyonce. comma, enter, mm, comma, enter, who are we going to be? I don't, I feel like Beyonce's not, Blue Ivy, there you go. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, send. yeah, yeah, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I would just walk up to her and be like, girl, you stink.
1: No, I'm sending you links. I'm no. trying to help you out. I'm no. trying to educate you, educate no. you, educate you no. on the fact that you smell and I would no. like you to smell like this instead.
0: No, it's like... <laughs> Cause I know, like, I get it, and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings.
1: <sighs> I know that yes, wasn't oh me, like, taking her feelings into consideration. I just wanted to give her useful tips so that she can make rectify the situation. I believe
0: it. I'm leaving the studio right now. You
1: should just not because I just feel like, you know, instead of just because, you know, sometimes it's just like, don't come up to me and tell me something unless you have a helpful solution. Now I'm giving you the helpful solution of this damn care package that I would like you to purchase with your own good earned hard money and smell better. I didn't say specifically smell better, but I was thinking it. And, you know, you can see my intentions. I said, you know, what, I thought this smell would smell nice on you. I didn't purchase it for you because who are you? And then second of all, I just felt like buy the damn fragrance and take a shower. I just, you know, what do I have to say to make you want to take a shower? I don't understand. (laughs) A bath, a shower, maybe a shower and then a bath to make you light some candles, do a dance. I don't know what to tell you.
0: (laughs) So that was us doing the Reed's Listener Letters. I'm so serious. If we got Listener Letters, this would be beautiful.
1: But if maybe you don't necessarily want to clean out your shower after you've gotten in it. Because, you know, let's be honest here. You smell, so you're going to have a ring. So now you can go to a hotel. (laughs) This hypothetical situation. (laughs) Go to a hotel. Get yourself a hotel just for one night, you know. Take a shower and then a bath. Oh, my God. And then leave. And then the nice little maids will come in and clean it for you. And then you can, you know, go on every day taking a shower and not having a ring in your tub because, you know, you took that initiative to go to the hotel and clean yourself.
0: <laughs> okay, so wrapping things up because I, you've sent me over the moon. You're I'm welcome. Done. Um, anything coming up important for you? Church announcements? Anything? Do
1: I have church announcements? Yeah. I'll be speaking at CLA.
0: Oh, dope.
1: Right? I know. I feel important and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm going to be on a panel. <laughs> ah. Um, what am I doing? Oh, my paper is on forceful figures: women in cinema in the nineteen forties. I'm into it. I am too, you know. So once I write the paper I'll let you guys know how it is. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No I'm not. I'm kidding. You're not kidding. No, I'm not. But it's fine. Um I'll be still be in Chicago in April. So beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Living life. You
0: should give me an extra ticket.
1: So I'll be in Jen Wilmot's car. So you could just call her and just hop on. I mean
0: me. she'd probably let me in the car.
1: You're gonna, yeah, that's fine. And I'm going to get myself some mild sauce because, you know, Chicago mild sauce is like life on chicken is life.
0: I don't think i have had. You don't know before. what
1: mild sauce is and you want to move to Chicago?
0: Don't come <laughs> for me. I'm just saying. You, how are you going to?
1: <laughs> all right. It was such wonderful. No, it was a
0: beautiful time here at the <laughs> table podcast. Thank you for coming. You were so nice, Ariel. Love you so much.
1: Don't be sarcastic. Uh, I love I? you all. You guys are so nice to invite me and whatnot. I'm all grateful and whatnot. So thanks. That wasn't me being sarcastic. That was me being real.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right. I'll see y'all next time. Bye. (laughs)